Welcome, babes, to the Mini Women Podcast, a place where we connect on the journey of loving the many women we have been, currently are, and one day hope to be. I'm Allie. And I'm Krina. And on today's episode, Allie and I talk all about reading. This is something that we both love to do. I am a new reader. Allie's been reading for a long time, I would say. (laughs) Um, So we're going to talk about some of our reading routines, what we love to read, and what we're currently reading. So you ready? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Okay, so I kind of, (laughs) it's funny because I have always been around a lot of readers. My mom is such a big reader. Like she Mine too. Shout out to my mom. Huge readers. But she never like I don't want to say made me read, but my mom would like lie on my reading log. Like she would just sign it for me when I didn't <laughs> read. So I just like never really picked up reading. And my best friend, Nicole, like loves to read. And she's like always like reading a book and she's been reading since we were in high school. And I just like never got into it. I I just like I never was able to just like sit down and I do for I did for a minute think like once I started taking my anxiety medicine that's when I started reading and so I kind of wonder if my mind like couldn't focus and couldn't just calm down it's just too busy yeah it was too anxious so basically I was reading like a bunch of self-help books and I started reading like you are a badass and I really like that book it's really like um inspiring and all that but I just would never want to go back to it. I would read like 10 pages, whatever, and then I'd be like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm not, nothing was grasping and like holding me there or wanting, making making me want to finish. It's not really a page turner. No. So I was like, okay, I'm going to read. And I'd always pick self-help books. And I hated reading. And then I think, yeah, I asked my best friend for a recommendation. And I know this is a little bit of a controversial topic and we might get shit for it, but I am a Colleen Hoover fan and don't cancel me for it because she's like a gateway drug, I think, for non-readers. My best friend recommended Ugly Love and I know we talked about Ugly Love and how like I felt, I was like obsessed with it. I read it in like two days and I was like, oh my God, I read a book. Like I read a book and I couldn't stop reading the book and it was so exciting and honestly I was really proud of myself yeah like I haven't read a book in like years um so it was really exciting and then yeah I got me hooked it was my gateway drug Colleen Hoover my gateway drug and Karina's gotten me pretty hooked on Colleen Hoover too like you know I think thinking about like the self-help books like oh if I'm spending time doing something it should be improving and it's like you are worth having rest and pleasure and just finding joy in reading. And, you know, you know, we watch Netflix, we watch TLC, and sometimes we read Colleen Hoover books. Yeah, and, you know, so the first book that hooked me, Ugly Love, it was basically a porno. I mean, I mean, it was hot. quite graphic. It was hot. It was sexy. It was steamy. And... (laughs) Not gonna lie, we read a lot at school, and I, <laughs> I was like, I would be like so into the book, and I'm like, no, nope, we don't go to the bathroom at this time. I'm not, I'm not looking at you right now. I would get so into my little coho books. Um, so that hooked me, and I've been reading ever since. What book hooked you? I have many books that have hooked me. 
but I was, I've always been an introvert. I, there's never a time in my life that I was extroverted. And so books have always been my bestie. I have been a reader since I was very little, but the book that kind of turned me from like a young adult reader into an adult reader is The Prince of Tides by Pat Conroy, which is a book that was, is like maybe from the eighties, but it's about a family and just their journeys and their experiences, like a sibling relationships. And it was really powerful. And after that, I just, I wanted to read all the time. I wanted to connect with, with those characters and you fall in love with the characters. But for me right now, I'm also obsessed with Coho just because it's fun. It's easy. It's a super easy thing to read. Yeah. And it's not for everybody. No, you know, it's, it's a, not. It's very romantic. It's It can be very cheesy. I tried to get my friend Mallory to read it. That was a mistake. She hates cheesy things. She couldn't even. I gave her Rarity, too. That yeah. was what I gave her. I made her sit on the couch and we read for like 30 minutes and she couldn't get through it because she thought it was cheesy. So it's not everybody's cup of tea, but for yeah. someone who wants an easy read or isn't a reader um, or is like a hopeless romantic, I mean... Colleen Hoover all the way. My sister-in-law just got Verity. And she's like, oh, this is my first Colleen Hoover book. And I was like, yeah, might not be the one for you. She has three children. If you've read Verity, you know that there's there's some triggers in there. So I think that any book that just like lights you up and you have fun reading it, like that's great. And my favorite thing is like, you know, my best friend got me hooked on Colleen Hoover, let's say. And... I got my friend Lena, I gave her Ugly Love, and I was like, just read this. She was kind of the same as me, like, into not really into reading, kind of into reading. We'd bring her a book to the pool, but, like, just so she would have, like, something to see. You know, like, it wasn't, like, captivating her. And she has literally read, like, more books than I have in the last month. Like, she's, like, reading through these books in a day or two. And it's, like, she went from, like, not really reading to, like, staying up till 2 in the morning, texting me, like, oh, my God. And that's what I love. Honestly, what I would recommend, I've never read a book at the same time with someone because I'm not the fastest reader and I don't want to be rushed and it just doesn't always work out. But I love giving you books that I've read since I like am a new reader and I, you know, and then having you talk to me about it. Like, I love that. Like, where are you at? She won't spill the tea on the books though. I'm not going to ruin the books. I'm really trying to figure out what's happening at the end of Regretting You by Colleen Hoover and Karina's just not... I told, I told her I info. cried, so that should be that should be enough of like a tell of how it's gonna end. Um, I will say my so my mom back to my mom being a reader, she stumbled upon my mom is in love with her laptop, like Amazon, West Elm, Crate and Barrel, like she is just online and she gets like you know all these targeted ads and she falls for all of them. And somehow she got to this like website where there's an author who's like writing chapters every single day. Like it's like a continuous book. Okay. And they add like one or two chapters every day and you have to like buy tokens and you have to buy chapters. Like you have to keep buying the pages, but there's like hundreds of chapters. She's on like like chapter 352. Wow. And it's like every day she will sit there and keep reading this story. Like, there's an author out there that's, like, completely captivated her. And it's in English. My mom speaks Romanian. But my mom is reading this, like, book in English. And she is obsessed with it. 
And I just think it's so funny. I'm like, mom, you're paying. But yeah, it's like a never ending book. It's a certain kind of joy though to be like sucked yeah. into What a, a good book. idea though. Yeah. Instead of just writing one book and making money off of one book. Like it's like the soap opera of books. Yeah, there he's this person is just writing and releasing chapters every single day and people are paying their tokens to read it because they're so hooked. Ooh, lucrative. I love it. Good side hustle. <laughs> so other than um, Colleen Hoover, well, I'm trying to get Karina as obsessed with Taylor Jenkins Reid as I am. So Taylor Jenkins Reid is the one who wrote Malibu Rising, Daisy Jones and the Six, which is a show now. Um, and my personal favorite, Carrie Soto is back. So I'm trying to get Karina into that. You're reading one right now, right? Yes, and I did read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and oh, that was so good. really good, also by her. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six is the first book that I'm reading that is, like, made into a show. So I'm I'm super into shows, and the show is out, and I'm really excited to watch it. But I can already tell, like, I'm going to be so obsessed with the show because I'm reading the book. And I, like, I'm reading the book, and as the scenes are happening, I'm like, I can imagine how they're going to do this in the show. And the one thing with me about book is, like, I wish I knew what all the characters looked like. I know you make it up yeah, in your you own mind, but, like, I wish I knew what they actually looked like, so I'm excited to place, like, characters with me. When I read that book, it was the first of her books that I had read, and I thought it was a true story. I don't know why. I just yes, thought it was. remember someone ruined that for me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I, I thought it was true. I, I was like, like oh. was Googling the music. I was yep. like, I need to listen to this music. And I wasn't finding anything. And then finally I found out that it was, in fact, a novel. <laughs> but <laughs> so it doesn't seem like no, it because it it's not. interview style. Yeah. But it, but it does maintain, like, chronological order and it makes sense. So, and if you are an audiobook person, Daisy Jones and the Six is one of my favorite audiobooks. So, Karina, I want to know, mm-hmm. audiobooks, do you count it as reading? Does it count? Mm-hmm. Unpopular da, opinions da, here. Da, da. Um, I count it as listening. Okay. See, I count it as reading, but you know, as a mom... I, I don't have a ton of time to sit down with a book. See, it's on the same level as a podcast to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like so a podcast. Some, it's like, it's something that I do. Like, I can't read a book and fold laundry at the same time. Right. So it's like, that's when I will usually have an audiobook. That's it's like, yes. I gotta get, I and I am always reading a novel, mm-hmm. listening to an audiobook, reading a self-help book. And then sometimes, like, one other book. Like, yeah, you I have am, a lot I, of books that you're... Yeah, yeah. I, I date a lot of books. Let's okay. <laughs> say you're in a, po- a polyamorous, polyamorous book relationship. relationship. Um, you know, we are actually lucky because we have created... We're big on routines. Let's just oh, let's yeah. put that out there. We... um, Our favorite time of the day in our classroom is 12 to 12.25 on the dot. 25 minutes on our timers. Uh, no, the kids can't go to the bathroom. The kids can't get water. It is silent reading time, reading your head, and we are also reading. You know, I think it's really powerful for children to see, like, I can tell them, like, it's really important that you take this time to read every day, or reading every day is so important. But when they see you reading, you know, I just think it's like leading by example. Yeah. And it's become one of my favorite times. It's such a nice time of the day. Yeah. If you're a teacher, 
read during retail. Yeah, drop everything and read. Do it's your hard because you want to like prep for your next lesson or whatever you want to do. Write an email real quick. But that time is like it's just so calming and it's like a like a recharge. It's an amazing time for everyone because we all and I know you do this too. We spend like five to ten minutes getting ready to read every day. Everyone got in the bathroom, mm-hmm. everyone got in their water, mm-hmm. everyone have all their needs met because when this timer starts, my eyes are on my book. Yep. And so I'm not going to be looking for your hand raise. I'm not going to be looking around to see if, it, you know, who's talking. We're all just reading. And by this time of the year, that is exactly what happens for that 25 minutes. Yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty impressive. All right, Allie. So... What is your favorite thing about reading or why would you encourage someone who maybe is a woman that's not a reader to pick up a book or download an audiobook? What what do you love? What lights you up about reading? For me, the thing that lights me up most is having that time where you're just it's just for pleasure. Like having a time where I don't have to do or make or list or, you know, it it's just pleasure it's a time for pleasure and I think that we don't get enough of those times like I'm thinking about even when I am listening to an audiobook and doing the dishes or cleaning the house or doing laundry it's like that is a totally different experience than putting your head in a book and not picking it back up again until you're like whew okay I'm ready to move on but I think just that that experience of taking care of yourself through pleasure I think I have a few favorite parts being a new reader. Um, Also as someone who has struggled with being alone for a long time and I'm like now learning this new journey that I'm on of loving my own company and books have really helped because it's like you are experiencing a story. You are experiencing life in a way. So I love that. I love being able to just sit down. I love turning my TV off and picking my book up because I am obsessed with TV and it's so easy for me to get like lost. But since I started reading, um, it's like, I just, I'm like, no, I'd rather like finish my book or figure out what happens. And then my favorite part of reading is that like last 30, 40 pages when like I should, I'm like, oh, well I could like keep it for tomorrow. But like, I just have to finish now when you get to like those last few pages where you're just like, what's going to happen. Um, I love that. I love closing my book and sending a picture to my friends and being like, done. Like, I love that. It feels, it feels so good. It feels like I experienced this whole other like world. On the other side of that, my least favorite part of reading is the first 40 pages of the book. Yes. I'm like, give it time, give it time. And you're like, what I want to be right now is obsessed with a book. Yep. Not like, starting to get interested in a book. I, I love that book obsession. Like, I, yep. my hand I is a magnet to, it. Yeah. to my book. But what do you think about abandoning books? Because at school, I tell the kids, like, it's totally fine to abandon a book. So what do you, how how many pages do you give a book? Or how, how do you abandon books? I abandon books like that now. I used to be like, I have to finish this. I have to see where mm-hmm. it goes. But now I abandon books immediately. There have been even some books that I've been enjoying and then, like, uh, I have a bad chapter. I'm like, I don't have time for this, and I just I get rid of it. So, I for me, I I will close a. I am ruthless. I'll yeah. close a book without a second thought. Okay, one more question. Do you read the back of books before you read them, or do you just read? I don't read the back of books. I think, <laughs> I 
I'm a very visual person, and I you do judge choose, a book by its cover. I judge you? a book by its cover. Wow. You know what? I I don't necessarily judge a book by its cover, but sometimes when I'm like going book shopping, I will choose a book because of its cover. Okay. But I think mostly I just get like recommendations from people I trust, and yeah, we have. Karina and I have a book dealer. We have a book dealer at school who loves to pass out books. So, And I know she listens to this podcast, so you know who you are, <laughs> book dealer. Yeah, there we go. Um, all right, Allie, what's your favorite, uh, since we do, you know, we're into coho right now, into romance, but we also have read um, self-help books, like I said. That's how I started reading. So what is your favorite self-help book? My absolute favorite self-help book is called Big Magic. It's by the author of Eat, Pray, Love, mm-hmm. but, but really... Big Magic is an amazing book about just making, about making, about creating, and about kind of being one with your fear around creating and just letting it all go. So I would really recommend Big Magic. I read it every single year. I've read it the last four years in a row, and I haven't read it this year, and my heart is like, hey, that that might be the the next read. What about you? Are there any books that have just really made an impression on you yeah well I I did really like you're a badass I love that book um but my one of my friends uh recommended a book called surviving the loss of a love and you guys all know I'm an emotional little Pisces who grieves every man (laughs) that I I lose you Um, love hard baby yeah I love real hard and it does feel like grief every time something doesn't work out and that book it can be used, um, you know, if you actually have lost someone in your life or if maybe that person is still around but not in your life anymore. So it's it's a really good book on, like, taking care of yourself and going through the grieving process of losing love. Okay. So I really, I really recommend that if you're heartbroken or if you're missing someone, it has some really good... Um, and it's really easy. It's like kind of like little little poems more, little, little tiny poems. So it's a very easy read, really easy to get through. I just love that you and I have merged our reading journeys and we're sharing books now and we get to chat about them and have our lunchtime conversation. So if you are listening and you have a favorite book, please let us know. We love getting recommendations from all of you and we would love to hear what you are reading currently. All right, so you know we always love to give you a journal prompt and a dare. So our journal prompt, again, this is a very Virgo journal prompt, make a list of books that you want to read. So so many times you hear people talking about a book and it gets in your mind and then it just drifts off. So I really recommend getting into your journal and making a list and returning to it when you need a new book idea. And if you're a techie person, you can do this on Goodreads. They have a great place to log all of the books you want to read and have read. So just kind of keeping track of, of what's next for you. Krina, what dare do you have for the readers of our community? Okay, so if you are a woman who buys a lot of books, like I buy all of my books, um, our dare is to gift a book to somebody. Gift a book to somebody that you know, or maybe you don't know, that, and maybe you think needs to be enjoyed by somebody else. So share a book with somebody, give a book to someone. And if you're not someone who buys yourself books, like if you do audiobooks or if you check out books at the library, our dare is to go to the bookstore and actually buy yourself an actual book that you get 
to keep, read, and then maybe pass on when you're finished. Um, we're so excited to hear what books you give, what books you're reading, and we can't wait for next week. We always want to leave you with this. Remember that self-love is a continuous journey, and don't be too hard on yourself if you slip up. Be kind to yourself and remember that every day is a new opportunity to practice self-love.